This episode includes depictions of graphic violence and animal cruelty. Listener discretion is advised, especially for listeners under 13. Please note, the story you're about to hear is not a direct retelling of any one story of the Kurupira. Today's episode combines features from a number of Amazonian indigenous legends for dramatic effect. Hello all, I'm Vanessa Richardson, and this is Mythical Monsters, a Spotify original from Parcast. Each week we travel the world in search of the strangest and most powerful creatures from myth and legend. These beasts are alternately beautiful and ferocious, seductive and sadistic. But no matter what form they take, they tell a story about their culture as only a monster can. You can find all episodes of Mythical Monsters and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Today, we head deep into the Amazonian jungle to meet Kurupira. This mischievous nature spirit guards the plants and animals of the forest. If you disrespect them, he'll lead you astray. It might be days before you escape, if you escape at all. Coming up, Kurupira speaks for the trees. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Amazonian rainforest is one of the most diverse and most dangerous environments on the planet. You'll find poisonous plants, carnivorous cats, and ravenous reptiles. And yet people find ways to survive. There are over 400 indigenous groups in Amazonia, and some theorize that there are still more hidden in the forest depths. These groups are all very different, but many of their religious beliefs and legends center on nature spirits. In the Xingu region of the Amazon, nature spirits are known as encantados. One of the most powerful is the guardian of the forest, Kurupira. He can take many shapes, a frog, a deer, a capybara, even a small boy. But his true form is more grotesque, a squat, red-haired demon less than three feet tall. When stepping into the woods, you're expected to take a moment of silence so you can get permission to cross his lands. This measure isn't a guarantee of safety, as Kurupira loves to make mischief. Hunters who lose their way in the woods claim that Kurupira has been changing the paths. But it's when you disrupt the delicate balance of his kingdom that his mischief becomes deadly. 
Cutting or burning trees earns his ire. Failing to use the whole of the animal you've killed is an equally grave offense. He can trap you in the forest forever. He may even take your soul. Avoiding this fate should be simple. Follow his rules and you will only lose your way for an hour or two, three days at most. But not everyone knows the rules and some in their folly just don't care. Cabral didn't know the rainforest terribly well, but he was familiar enough to use it as he needed. He spoke more than a few native dialects in addition to his own, enough to fake being a friend to the people, enough to go unnoticed when he was scouting for his real friends. The Amazon was being snapped up. The rubber barons had taken their share with his help. Now the cattlemen wanted in too. Those few rich Americans who hadn't lost their shirts in the Great Depression were quick to move their business to warmer, cheaper climes. None of them knew who to talk to or where to go, so Cabral handled the details for them. He was good under pressure, and he was smart enough to never visit a place more than once. Which was how he found himself in this moment, standing on a sandy shore as his only friend in Brazil, a money lover named Paulo, pulled away in his little steamship. He would head back downriver until their rendezvous. Paulo had not been fond of this plan. He always said that you could never trust the river, let alone the jungle. It was easy to lose your way, eat the wrong thing, or provoke a deadly creature. Even the native inhabitants feared getting lost and going mad beneath the trees. But Paolo was overcautious, and Cabral had not told him the truly astronomical fee the man from Texas had offered. Really, how much could go wrong in the forest in two days? Two days to find the cattlemen some suitable parcel of land to be burned and cut into a cow's paradise. Then he'd come right back to the beach to meet the boat. What made Paolo nervous was the same thing that excited Cabral. This was the first time he was exploring a place that appeared to have no native Amazonians. Not that he knew of anyway. The forest kept her secrets. That she does. A small voice echoed from the trees, in perfect Portuguese no less. Cabral hadn't been thinking aloud, had he? Who goes there? A small child emerged from the trees. His skin was a warm brown, not unlike the interior of the Brazilwood tree that gave this country its name. His dark hair framed his small, bright eyes. He held what looked like a small green apple in his hand. You may call me Mean Game. Cabral laughed. I'm not going to call you nobody, boy. The boy's smile was far too wide for his small face. He took a bite of apple. Call me everybody then. I might as well be. Cabral pasted on a grin in return. I love riddles as much as the next man, my friend, but where is your village? I would love to meet your fellows. The boy tilted his head like a snake watching its prey. You're not from around here. Cabral tamped down his annoyance. No, but I love to meet new people. The boy took another bite, fruit still in his mouth as he said, And new forests? 
Cabral didn't understand. It seemed quite self-evident to the boy. You must greet the forest with respect if you mean to pass. Enter with good intentions. Take nothing that you won't use and use all you take. Do you understand the rules? Cabral swallowed, forcing a smile as he nodded. He did have good intentions, kind of. He wished his client success in his endeavors, and that was a kind, good thing to do. Why did he need to be kind to the trees if they were going to be burned and cleared in a month or two? He said that he understood. The boy leaned against the largest trunk beside him, casual. I don't think you do, but I'll let you try. Cabral wrinkled his nose ever so slightly. Ominous little thing, wasn't he? I appreciate the grace. The boy bowed low. He moved with an almost liquid smoothness. And you, Cabral, and you. Cabral blinked. Had he said his name? Even if he had, he'd never have given his real name. The boy had been so quick and so strange. Where did the wretch even learn Portuguese? I didn't catch your real name, my friend. A strange darkness passed over the boy's eyes. You may call me Kurupira, the guardian of these woods, the lord of this forest, the Encantado who is giving you one chance to turn back. Cabral stared at him. This kid had some imagination. Goodbye, Kurupira. He turned away from the child and headed down the path. Cabral hadn't intended to turn back around. He'd only heard an insect buzzing by his ear and meant to swat it. But when he looked back, Kurupira was still standing, staring as he devoured the verdant yellow flesh of his apple. Cabral forced himself to look away. As he pulled his gaze from the boy, he caught a shimmer just out of the corner of his eye. When he looked back, Kurupira was gone. <laughs> Coming up, the guardian of the forest drives Cabral to desperate measures. What could be more shocking than uncovering the deep, dark secrets behind history's biggest stories? Realizing that everything you thought was true was a lie. Hi, it's Carter from the podcast series, Conspiracy Theories. Every Monday and Wednesday, take a closer look at the blurred line between fact and fiction and discover that there may be more to the so-called truth than you think. From the government's link to Bigfoot and the otherworldly secrets of the Vatican to the Grateful Dead's role in the spread of LSD and more. On Conspiracy Theories, we leave no stone unturned and no skeptic unheard. Some may just be outlandish claims. Others may make you rethink everything. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Conspiracy Theories. Listen free only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. 
Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. The monkey was still screaming when Cabral ripped it out of the tree. It was sick, that was easy to tell, but Cabral was ravenous and he'd never hunted anything in his life. Cabral bashed it against the tree again and again until finally the brown eyes in its too human face went still and glassy. He stared down at the furry, lifeless form, wondering how it had come to this. He'd been lost for three hours. No, that didn't make sense. Three weeks? It was all very foggy. Mosquitoes circled his head, turning the interior of his mind into a useless, droning buzz of, you broke the rules, you broke the rules, you broke the rules. What had that creepy boy said? Enter with good intentions? He'd entered with ill intentions towards the trees. He could not undo that, but perhaps he could make amends. The boy had said something else. What was it? He could only take what he used, so he would use the monkey, all of it. Maybe then the path would return and this nightmare would be over. His hands shook as he removed his knife from its holster. He was so hungry, so hungry, his mind was fogged and his skin was flaking. He wobbled with every step, but he had to keep moving. If he didn't, he feared he would sink to the ground and be buried in the forest's rich soil, still alive when the ants and beetles began their work. He made a small slice along the monkey's chest. Then he slid the knife in deeper to remove a bit of muscle. He replaced the hanging flap of skin and shoved the corpse into his bag. Just like chicken he mumbled to himself as he gulped the raw meat down. He tried to study his surroundings. He was too frightened to make a mark on the likely ancient trees, but he had the strangest feeling he'd been going in circles. Finally, he noted a large round rock beneath a group of tree roots. He mapped it into his memory and started off. He swore he could hear the river, but every time he turned, it was in a different place. He took out his compass, resolved to head south until he reached the bank, but the needle never settled. When he looked for the sun, he could not make it out through the canopy. Cabral's stomach rumbled again. The thought of the monkey nauseated him, and time seemed so liquid here that he couldn't be sure it was still fresh. But these were the rules. He barely managed to swallow. He thought the unpleasant squelching he'd heard was a side effect of his horrible meal. Then he realized his shoes were filled with water. His feet had gone numb long ago, so he hadn't noticed. He could feel them swelling in his shoes. Cabral marched and marched. It misted and rained and rained and misted. Night and day seemed a tricky distinction when the trees were so thick overhead. Until finally... Finally, he couldn't go anymore. Maybe the river was closer than he thought. Maybe if he yelled. But before he could open his mouth, he tumbled to the muddy ground. He clutched at a cluster of tree roots to steady himself. 
Then he saw the round rock beneath him. He had been going in circles. <laughs> Laughter shook the trees around him. It grew and grew until the giggles became bird-like squawks and screeches. A strange shape emerged from behind the tree, the size of a child, but not a child at all. The man's hair was bright red, his eyes blazing. He rotated his feet in a full circle in his excitement. You said you understood. Cabral collapsed to his knees, hands outstretched. Kurupira, I've learned my lesson. I'll go. Just let me go, please. Please. The small figure crossed his arms. I'm not sure you've learned your lesson, but as I'm Kurupira, I must judge. It is my sacred duty, you see. <laughs> it's also rather fun. The laughter mocked Cabral to his soaked and tortured core, but he said nothing. Kurupira continued, You'll recall I said you must use what you take, and I don't think you've been using your heart. So give me a bite of it. Cabral stared at him blankly. Kurupira sighed. It's very simple, Cabral. I'm hungry. Cut off a piece of your heart and give it to me. Cabral shook his head in numb disbelief. This has to be some sort of joke. You're joking, right? Kurupira stared stoically. I'm quite serious. Come now, I'm hungry. Cabral couldn't believe this was happening. This creature had somehow found a new way to torture him. He wanted to refuse, but Kurupira would most likely come up with a worse punishment if he didn't comply. He clutched at the front of his bag, trying to think, but then he remembered what was in his bag, the monkey. Cabral made a big show of removing his knife. Kurupira's eyes glittered, fascinated. Oh yes, we have a brave outsider here. Yes, we do. He turned away from Kurupira. He placed his backpack on the ground and brought the knife to his chest to make one long, shallow gash. A single line of blood flowed. He moaned in pain, perhaps overplaying it a little, as he reached into his pack to remove the corpse of the monkey. He slid his knife into the chest cavity to find the creature's heart. He cut a small sliver free and stuffed the corpse back into the bag. Then he groaned again, rubbing the sliver of monkey heart along the gash. Finally, he turned around and handed the bit of meat to the waiting Kurupira. Kurupira hopped up and down in excitement. Without hesitation, he popped the meat in his mouth. He chewed it like it was fine caviar. Mmm, my, my, Cabral. This tastes as if you'd come from the forest. Mm. Perhaps you are one of us after all. Or perhaps the woods have changed you. Either way, you've done what I asked. I owe you a boon. What would you like? Cabral squinted at him. It couldn't be that easy. You'll let me go? Kurupira shrugged. Yes, of course. You've learned and followed the rules. You're free. But what would you like? You can have anything, really. Cabral considered. He could ask for anything. 
land, riches, the most beautiful women in the world. But at this moment, as his stomach roiled and his body ached, he only wanted one thing. All right, Kurupira, give me a bite of your heart. Kurupira looked at him with his blood-red eyes. His nose twitched like a rodent's. Cabral couldn't tell if it was from rage or fear or mirth or some wild combination of all three. Well, Cabral, Kurupira purred, that's a very interesting idea. <laughs> Coming up, Cabral plays a dangerous game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the story. Cabral was struggling to stand. He'd been subsisting on nothing but raw monkey for what must have been days. It was all because of the grotesque little demon in front of him, Kurupira, the guardian of the forest. Cabral had feared the spirit's wrath, but Kurupira was grinning at him. I had not thought it was possible, Cabral. But you gave me your own heart to eat, and so I must return the favor. May I borrow your knife? Kurupira held out his small hand. Cabral felt panic rise in his throat. This could just be a simple trick to get his single weapon away from him. But there was nothing else he could do. He handed over the blade. Kurupira weighed it in his hand. Then he stabbed himself. It was far faster than Cabral had been expecting. What looked like sap poured from the wound. Still, Kurupira pushed it deeper. You made this look easy, Cabral. You are a stronger man than I realized. Cabral wondered if he should tell him to stop, if they could call it even and part as something other than enemies. But Kurupira appeared to be as stubborn as he was. Kurupira pushed and pushed through layer after layer of tissue. Then he let out a gasp and slumped to the ground, lifeless. Cabral couldn't believe his eyes. The creature had been murdered by his own pride. Perhaps there was some justice in the world, even for horrible men when they were far from home. Cabral hefted his pack and followed Kurupira's footsteps out of the clearing. He was certain that the spirit's trail would take him back to the place of their first meeting at some point, but it didn't. 
Cabral had only gone a few feet when it began to rain harder than he had ever seen in his whole life. The path was washed away, the ground beneath it too. He took cover under a tree, trying to remember the prayers his Catholic mother had made him recite many, many years ago. Cabral told himself this was just a matter of bad luck. It tended to rain in the rainforest, but he couldn't help but wonder where Kurupira himself sat in these magic rules of his. Had Cabral killed him without using him, as the creature would have said, was that the trouble? Cabral wasn't sure if he was up to eating a monster, but he would have to try. Every turn in the path sent him towards the glade that held Kurupira's corpse. The rain slowed. When he stepped into the clearing, it stopped entirely. Weak rays of sunlight forced their way through the canopy. The forest certainly seemed to want him to make sure no part of its guardian was wasted. Cabral bent down beside the body. He knew he would need to cut it into pieces to make it fit in his bag. So he swallowed his bile and took hold of his knife handle to remove the blade from Kurupira's chest. He pulled. Kurupira gasped, his eyes shot open. Cabral yelped and jumped backwards, tumbling over his pack in his shock. Kurupira sat up and looked around. He was smiling. That was a marvelous trick, Cabral, a marvelous trick. You're a mischief maker yourself. I can respect that. You have my thanks for returning. I truly owe you now. So I will set you free. Cabral didn't trust it at all, but Kurupira was clapping his hands together excitedly. Yes, I promise. Your path will be clear and you will have no trouble from me in this jungle any longer, as long as you don't come back. Cabral climbed to his feet. Deal. I'll go? He was still terrified of turning his back on the creature. Kurupira gave him a little waving gesture. Go! Your two days are over, and your friend is on his way. Cabral nodded as he backed out of the clearing. Then he turned and ran down the path. It was an easy route, perhaps too easy. It only took Cabral ten minutes to get close enough to see the beach between the trees. As he approached the sand, he realized the shore was empty. Paolo wasn't there yet. He looked down at his watch. They had agreed to meet at 10, so he had a few hours to wait. That was all. Cabral looked at the river, then back at the tree line. A wide, leafy fruit tree rose at the very edge of the sand. Each branch was weighed down by bright green apples. Cabral's stomach rumbled again. He had dead monkey in his bag, but he definitely didn't want that. Kurupira had eaten the apples just fine. There was no harm in a bite or two. He picked a low-hanging apple. It gleamed in his hand. He sat down on the shore and took a bite. The fruit was sweet. Juice ran down his chin. He understood why Kurupira liked them so much. He took another bite. Another. He needed to get the taste of raw meat out of his mouth. His tongue tingled, then it burned. Cabral tried to let out a cry, but his throat was closing too quickly to make a sound. Help! He croaked. 
He clawed at the sand. His tongue was on fire. His body felt like it weighed a million pounds. He wheezed. Then he choked. Kurupira had told him he would receive no trouble from him anymore. He'd said nothing about the poisonous plants that grew in his forest. What a marvelous trick, Cabral thought as he eked out his last breath. Then the world closed in and he didn't breathe anymore. <laughs> Many Amazonian encantados have taken on new meaning since the area was colonized by the Spanish and Portuguese. In its original context, Curupira was a protector spirit for both the environment and its people, who listened for him and to him. They understood the value of the balance he guards. But things have changed. Amazonia faces devastating deforestation, and it's only getting worse. Balance has been destroyed. As Shingu social educator Ana Laija said in 2019, one thing today that is very hard for you to hear is our encantados because their sacred space has been taken away from us. Where the Kurupira used to be, the forest was destroyed. So where do we listen now to our encantados? We're losing our encantados because we can't hear them anymore. We can't feel them anymore. This is you losing a part of yourself. The legends of Kurupira show the rainforest as an entity that can defend itself from injustice and abuse. The erosion of its power in the modern era can be seen as reflecting the anxieties of indigenous Amazonians, whose homeland faces severe damage and exploitation. But Kurupira hasn't lost all his power. His forest is still a dangerous place, no matter how prepared you are to enter it. There are many, many ways to die in the jungle. And he controls all of them. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Mythical Monsters. We'll be back next week with another mischievous monster. You can find all episodes of Mythical Monsters and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. I'll see you next time. Mythical Monsters is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Russell Nash, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Mythical Monsters was written by Lil D. Ritter and Jen Riche, with writing assistance by Robert Teamstra and Nora Battelle, fact-checking by Bennett Logan, and research by Adriana Gomez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 